Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. We got to stop allowing the world to intimidate us, okay? You can't do that. You cannot fight the Christian fight if the world says something about you and you wither like a little flower because some stranger posted something about you. Listen, note to self, go ahead and have social media if you can handle it, but don't read the comments. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. Jesus said in John 16, these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation or difficulty, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I love that. And in Acts chapter one, beginning of verse six, the Bible says, therefore, when they had come together, they asked Jesus saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And Jesus said to them, it is not for you to know the times and the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And that verse, that passage is so true that the fact of the matter of it happened in your life when you came to Christ. Because you are, we are those dwelling in the ends of the earth from Jerusalem. It's remarkable. I love the fact that in Matthew's gospel, chapter four, verse 11, the Bible says that when Jesus was being tempted by the devil, that the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Isn't that precious? I love that. But listen to what Luke 4, 13 says about that. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he he left him until the next opportunity came. So I want you to be on guard and I want you to be strong, right? I want you to put on Christ. I want you to put on tough, understanding and realizing that the enemy is going to try. Look for weaknesses. Don't give him any. Don't leave your spiritual door unlocked or your spiritual window cracked open. If you're a husband in here, don't raise your hand, but if you're a husband in here, You should pray over your wife or for your wife every day before the sun comes up, before anything, before hell gets a chance to wake up. You cover her in prayer. I think the Bible is very clear about that. God in his goodness has made us in him to be tougher than we think. When Jesus had his disciples together, you know, I don't know what the moment was like. If you're watching the Chosen series, watch that, take a look. Maybe it's something like that going on. But at some point, there's a moment where Jesus says to Peter, Peter, uh, Satan has asked me if he could sift you as wheat. Now, that didn't sound so bad to us because we don't do wheat and we don't do sifting. We just go to the store. 
to sift wheat is to take wheat and this very, very heavy, dense log has like nails in it. And a donkey would pull that over the wheat and would thrash it, just, just tear it up until it comes away from the chaff. And all of that violence exposed what you want to eat versus what you don't want to eat. So Jesus tells Peter, hey, Satan asked me if he could sift you like wheat. So Satan is looking for an opportune moment, right? So what, was, what led him to ask Jesus that? Which is an amazing moment if you think about it. Because Jesus is probably just sitting there, all the guys are having fun, they're on their, you know, playing cards or whatever they're doing. I don't know, they're sitting around or something. I don't know. And, and, the, and Satan speaks to Jesus and says, can, can I have, can I have Peter? And don't worry, I'll just, I'll do to Peter what I did to Job. How's that? And I've told you before that I would think confidently that when Jesus said, Peter, Satan's asked for you. He's asked to just beat you up. I'm sure that Peter's just going, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> like, no big deal. Because you told him no, right? All <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, wow, that's a close call. I'm glad you told him no. You told him where to go, I'm sure. <laughs> no, actually, Peter, I, I didn't tell him no. When he's done with you and you survive, use that to strengthen your brothers. Is that heavy? That's heavy. Say, I don't want that to happen to me. So put on tough. Put on the word of God. Put on Christ. Makes a big difference. And then thirdly is this. Put on what is strong. Put on what's strong. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places, this, these spiritual entities. But put on strong, verses 13 to 14 would mean this. That in the words of William Grinnell, he wrote this in 1616. What have we Bibles for? Ministers and preaching for? If we mean not to furnish ourselves by them with armor for the evil day. That's a good word. Be strong. Therefore, verse 13 says, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. To withstand is amazing statement. It means to set up in line of a defense, to have a wall, as it were, of protection against that which is opposing you, to resist or to ward off. And I love this, to deflect away. Be strong. The believers to be strong that when the enemy throws something at us, we are to deflect it away. And we do this, church. It's not like we have to work at this. We just have to assume it because it's been given to us. And then he goes on to say, having done all to stand, stand therefore. And that word stand means to just simply dig in. We're going to hold our ground. We're going to dig in. Can I say this? Can I encourage you about this? I know that in a group this size or in time, that there may be situations where you need to fight for your child 
or you need to fight for your parents, or you need to fight for your husband or fight for your wife, don't give up. Don't underestimate what's going on. One of the greatest things that when we are not walking in the spirit and thinking about putting on these things of God, then we often miss what's happening to us and we assume it's just, well, this happens to everybody. And we're not being sensitive to that fact that you and I are a child of God and nothing can come near us. I love this. The Puritans would say this. Everything that comes into our lives as believers must first be filtered through the Father. Even if the enemy knocks on your door, it could be a test, but it's Father observed. Don't think for a moment that your teenager has reached a place where you say, I've had enough. You're on your own. And that is their moment of great crises. And those are the last words on the planet that they need to hear. You may think they need to hear it. You may say it in frustration. Don't do it. Teen rebellion, that struggle, all that's going on, they need faith. They're searching. Number four, we need to put on what is right. Having girded your waist with truth. I want to show you this image. It's kind of cool looking. That's just a great thing. It just looks great. Somebody should introduce this as a fashion thing again. <laughs> you see that belt? It's kind of a, uh, a lot, but that's actually is, as elaborate as that is. You see the, the leather strap. It's not fancy like all the other stuff. It's not something, you know, that stands out. But the word actually... Uh, means to be multi-wrapped or numerous belts around us that hold all the armament together. And that is a great thing because why does the Bible paint that picture? Because it's truth that holds you together. We were having a conversation earlier this evening about truth. And the beautiful thing about truth is you don't have to create it. It is what it is. Jesus is truth, and truth never changes. While the world's freaking out, truth, truth just, just waits. It's always there. It's ever consistent. And a world without truth runs around like a nerve cut loose. A world without truth makes stupid decisions, insane ideas, bad logic, irresponsible, crazy. But the number one thing here on this regarding our armament is truth. And we have it in his word. There's no reason why any of us should lack truth. It's available to us. It's beautiful. Number five, and we'll have to end here. Number five is this. Put on what is bold. And I want to be careful how I end this. Put on what is bold, meaning this. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. When I say bold, I don't mean arrogant, ugly, bold like the world. You know, the world's boldness is ego, arrogance. It's really, it's really so not attractive, to say the least. But to have God's boldness comes from putting on the breastplate of righteousness. Check out this image of the breastplate. This is just a little image of it. Look at the... Look at the intensity of that. When we talk about being bold, 
We can be bold as believers because of the breastplate of righteousness, if you understand it. You and I have zero righteousness of our own. Zero. If we thought we had some form of righteousness on our own, I guarantee you this, we would not be bold. We would be arrogant. But when we realize that his righteousness is given to us by the cross, what Jesus did at the cross, he purchased that with his own blood and he turns around and gives us, notice the placement, the breastplate of righteousness. It is to protect the vitals of the believer. If you think about it, what could possibly be your spiritual lungs, your spiritual heart, the vitals of who you and I are? These deep things of the spirit, not who you are physically. This is not who we are. Who's inside of us? The person within. And for the believer, we are this one that is wrapped in the righteousness of almighty God and the breastplate of righteousness. I mean, think about all the hits that that takes at war or in war. And you're protected. The vitals of your being are protected. How? It's his righteousness that protects you. I love the fact that God's righteousness is there and given to us and it's supplied to us. And the Bible tells us in Proverbs 28 verse 1 that the wicked flee when no one pursues them. You know what that's called? Paranoia. The wicked, because they're so guilty, somebody says, how you doing? What do you mean? (laughs) They're all jittery all the time. They've got a story. They got an angle. They're lying about everything. What's wrong with you? Everybody's after them. Uh, somebody told me recently, this guy, I couldn't believe it. I saw it uh, where this guy uh, uh, on TV, they, they showed this guy uh, taking a picture of a, a mountain lion, mountain lion, puma, right? That's all the same thing. We call, d- d- depends on where you live in America. We have them here in Chino Hills, mountain lions. Listen, what you, <laughs> Don't, if, when you see one, say, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful. It is beautiful. And look, it's looking right at me. It's so big. <laughs> Hello, it is looking right at you, and it is so big. Okay, don't think it's a big kitty. Because you know, you can be on your mountain bike, or you can be on your jog, and you can, an hour later, look back, and there he is again. And he's looking at you with the same look, except this time he's a little bigger. Because he's closer. That's how Satan works in our lives. The wiles, the methodology of the devil, he will stalk you and watch you for hours, sometimes days, weeks, months. Maybe he figures out a plan, even years. But we need to get tough. And we saw that against this attack that is spiritual... We have the ability, by God's grace, to wrestle against these spiritual entities. And so I want to leave you guys with this. This is a word of encouragement. Jesus said in Matthew 5, verse 10, he said, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, meaning for doing the right thing. His righteousness will cause you to do the right thing. But that's not going to go down well in the world. When you say that's not right, when we start watching in a community 
How to detect human trafficking in a community. It's in every community, and the more wealthy the community, the more trafficking. Follow the money. And you need to know that. You need to know how to see that and do what about it? Know what to do so you can do the right thing, to do righteousness. Well, I'll let somebody else do it. No, you've got to do it. If you see it, you've got to do it. Remember, it used to be the model of the CIA or somebody, Homeland Security. Oh, they, they need to do it themselves. But it's see something, say something. Remember that? That's a good thing for us. See something, say something. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. This is Jesus speaking. For great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Verse 13, you are the salt of the earth. Salt stings an infection and heals a wound, right? It preserves things and makes food taste better. It's amazing, it depends on how you use it. For what? If the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? The word is actually, how shall it be re-seasoned? You can't do that. It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled under foot by men. You, us, are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men. The word means unbelievers. The entire world, all who you come in contact with. Generic. Before men. That they may see your good works. This is amazing. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Real life, hey.